Hello, hello, peace and blessings. This is Modestly Metaphysical, a podcast where I bring you information about trending topics in the spiritual community and tips on where to get started in your journey. I'm Kara and I will be your host. All right, this episode is going to be a interesting one. There is a lot to take in. Um, I'm not only going to talk about, well, of course, I should say the topic is dream work as a spiritual practice. So using your dreams to uncover deeper parts of yourself that you may not be aware of, um, becoming aware of your subconscious thoughts through your dreams. So there's a lot to unpack as far as that goes. And I'm also going to be giving um, a guide on how to use your dreams efficiently as a part of shadow work slash spiritual work. And there are like nine parts to that guide. So this one is a very informative and um, applicable episode. And I'm really excited about it. Okay, to get into it, to start with dreams, we've all had at least one dream before. Like, more than likely, if someone doesn't have that many dreams, they probably even had more than one dream. And some of us, like myself, have to stop engaging in certain psychoactive, psychoactive, what the hell, psychoactive activities in order to have a proper dream. But I have them nonetheless, even if I am smoking marijuana, but dreams have a lot to do with spirituality. From ancient times, dreams were seen as the visual expression of the soul and the way that certain divine beings could communicate with us. Even today, um, a psychologist who practice Jungian I don't know, Carl Jung, how they use his theories, note the great importance of dreams and that dreams can provide um, some insight of concerns of the soul, I guess is how I would word it. Someone named Edgar Case, who was a great intuitive um, healer or seer of the 20th century, Uh, Also, they called him the father of holistic medicine. He considered dreams to be a true source of information above and beyond what we could interpret with our um, conscious or waking mind. And he considered dreams to have levels of meaning, but all dreams had a spiritual meaning. Therefore, it's important to see dreams as a spiritual expression of one's deepest self. And Sigmund Freud discovered that dreams reveal our unconscious. However, it was Carl Jung who greatly influenced dream interpretation, who I also talked about Carl Jung in my last podcast episode dealing with shadow work. So these two concepts kind of intertwine with each other. He, Carl Jung, discovered that dreams speak in symbols and metaphors. And um, yeah. So there are a dialogue between the conscious, which is everything that we are aware of, all of our thoughts and the good stuff, 
and the unconscious. So a dialogue between the two and the unconscious is like repressed memories or emotions as well as um, influences from like wider societies, myths, or your religion. And more often than not, images that appear in the dream represent a part of who we are. They reveal aspects of our personal reality in which we may deny or overlook. So certain things that um, we might repress in our waking life is going to come to life in our dreams. Dream symbolism is very layered and multifaceted in their meanings. And our task is to understand dreams and discover what the personal meaning and messages are represented by these symbols. So a symbol, a certain symbol for me may not mean the same thing as uh, the symbol means for someone else. Um, Dreams speak through symbols, which is a universal language, um, as well as metaphors. And they bear the intention of healing and making us a whole person again. The same concept as like shadow work and revealing the truth to us. Dreams are channels through which the unconscious has the ability to enter our consciousness and they open the door for us to make the inward journey of exploring our mind and what's holding us back and dreams uncover our our concerns and true emotional state while also showing us the way forward and they bring with them the wisdom and energy that we need for our journey. Um, Many faith traditions affirm the presence of the divine in dreams and I believe the universe and my higher self are constantly working to redeem and restore just my distorted views of myself or distorted ways of living that don't align with my highest self. And so using dreams, these energies can speak to us through our unconscious, revealing areas that we need to acknowledge, straighten up, or just accept, and also cheering us on while we take the journey of finding our true self and the meaning of life. So in the book, The Wisdom of Your Dreams by Jeremy Taylor, it says, our dreams appear, quote, confused and pointless, end quote, in part at least because they address possibilities of evolutionary growth and development that we are not yet sufficiently conscious of and sophisticated enough to recognize and appreciate. We recognize in retrospect that our dreams were speaking about developments in our personal lives that we were not yet consciously aware of at the time. So our dreams are so important because they can reveal shadow aspects of ourselves, like I talked about in the last episode. Um, And one of the ways we experience the unconscious is through a sudden wave of emotion, like inexplicable joy or anger or what I call a trigger. Sometimes in our dreams, the antagonist is just our rejected shadow aspects being personified. So dreams call us to face the antagonist, to acknowledge and accept this aspect of ourselves. Once we do so, our darkness, guilt, whatever, stops haunting us and often turns into a creative energy and results in greater inner freedom. And when we come to em- embrace the opposites in us, we, including our inner conflicts, the good and the bad, our masculine, feminine, um, we can become more whole. 
our unconscious realm is said to contain the image of what we are made for and is constantly driving us towards this image and this um, wholeness, this whole person, this whole being. So, of course, this is all intriguing and we all know that we have dreams, but the hardest part is remembering what the fuck just happened in your dream because most of the time... um, we may wake up in the middle of the night after a dream and then go back to bed. Or oftentimes what happens with me is I'll wake up around like anywhere between one and three and then go back to sleep. And then I have a dream. But then when I wake up, I can't, I will recall it. But then as the day goes on, I just forget more and more. So um, I saw someone once mention that this is because it's hard for our non-physical memories to be downloaded into our physical brain and process as a real memory. So coming back into the body from the astral realm or the dream realm, whatever you want to call it, is like going through a thick wall of mud. A lot of people call it the veil. Um, So like when you're coming in from one world to the other, it essentially wipes out most of your memories. And all that's left are a few key images or words. And if you don't write them down, down immediately upon awakening even these small bits of information are lost and that's why it's important to write down dreams when you first wake up even if they seem trivial or obscure um, because the smallest details can mean the greatest significance or have the greatest significance rather and I recommend either keeping a notebook next to your bed or using your phone notes if you type faster or if you can speak it, you can make like voice memos on your phone as well and just write anything that you remember, themes, emotions, colors, anything. And they will give your unconscious mind the message that you are opening, open to receiving whatever it has to offer. And then your dreams will then um, start to retain better and better any dream that has an emotional component, such as a nightmare, is very important. The mo- emotion is there to shock you into remembering. And the brain uses emotion as tags for memories. The more emotion there is, the more memorable the experience will be. And that's why the unconscious mind attaches emotion to significant dreams. Over time, as you practice recalling dreams, you might stop having nightmares because you don't need strong emotional tags to remember those dreams. Okay, so now the good stuff. Um, How to start using this as a spiritual practice or just something to do some shadow work or just deeper inner work. I found a dream work guide that is more intense than just like simply retaining or writing down like dream journals. It is from dreamscience.org and this guide provides an in-depth approach that follows the natural way that a dream deals with emotional, emotionally important matters related to our walking, waking life situations. Um, It's going to help you to understand and find closure and resolve in whatever the issue that's coming up is. The approach that he is using is based off a mixture of um, Carl Jung's theories as well as gestalt therapy, if I'm saying that correctly, and contemporary psychological theory. 
um, as well as recent findings from neuro neuro neurological studies on areas of the brain that are active during REM dreaming. And for further details, you can refer to the books by Robert Haas, Dream Language and Dream to Freedom. On And these are going to have um, further details on these theories and methods. And in this guide, there are three main parts with sub-segments to each part. And they said that it's very important to never stop early and to make sure all the steps are completed in order to have full resolve and work through whatever the problem is. Okay. So let's get to the guide. Okay. So I'm going to say part one as like the, the theme. So part one is, I'm, I'll tell you all the the parts first. So part one is exploring associations in the dream. Part two is exploring underlying emotions. And part three is, um, goodness gracious, hold on. Part three is how is the dream attempting a resolution? And then there are steps below each of the parts. So I will start obviously with part one and exploring the associations in the dream. So step one is obviously to record the dream. So recall the dream by closing your eyes before writing anything down and almost like visualizing yourself going back into the dream and trying to capture as much of it as possible before writing it down or recording it. Or you can have a voice memo and um, speak what you're seeing as you're seeing it. And then record it as you're re like just like if you were re-experiencing it. So in the first person, as if you are re-experiencing it, use I am or I see or I feel and keep anything that are like slips of the tongue and and spelling or phrasing mistakes. And they might be important um, unconscious slips. I think it's called like a Freudian slip or something like that. I don't remember what it's called for sure. So don't don't quote me on that. But Take, take account of any mistakes you make while recording or writing it down and consider all of the elements in the dream, like dream figures, objects, emotion, color, or anything else that catches your eye. And then after that, you want to separate the segments. So look at scene shifts as separate segments, each dealing with the same issue, but from a different perspective. So bring in new associations or memories and introducing different resolution scenarios, um, like learning something from the segment before, working on them later as separate, but like the same dream. So this is like if you have different dreams that have the same topic. Give the dream a title and put a date with it. And one that like captures its essence, just, just a couple words. And then do like a dream map as if you're looking at it from above, like a actual map, like sketch it out. And this is optional, but it lets you see relationships between dream figures and patterns or directions that in, in, that provide important clues to anything taking place and sketch any odd imagery or like imagery combinations as well. And then also record what's happening in your life at that time at the time you have the dream, so in your waking life, it's important to not only record the dream properly, 
but to also record like the emotional situations happening in your happening in your life. So how you're feeling at the time, this is important because if you're keeping a journal to record both like a physical journal, like a waking life journal and a dream journal, and that way you can like correlate any patterns and recall any emotionally impactful situations the day before positive or negative um, large or small, because they might have a bigger Im- impact on you or a smaller impact on you than you believe s- that it does. Um, and this can be anything that has like a slight emotional discomfort or annoyance or that something that you just don't feel like dealing with at the time. And then you want to take the dream and compare it to the life situation. So the next step is to explore your personal associations with the elements in the dream, elements and imagery in the dream, um, in order to relate the dream to your waking life. And some people or events from waking life might appear in the dream. The actual event that stimulated the dream rarely appears as it was experienced in our real life. Instead, the dream captures um, pictures, the emo and in pictures or imagery of the emotional impact of the personal meaning of the waking life event that um, may have occurred recently or just like in the past even. And so your past experiences can kind of mold and model how it appears to you in your dream. So the unconscious aspect of the conscious event is going to come forward into the dream whether that be the emotion or like lesson whatever it is and um does the dream metaphorically picture some emotional situation in your waking life might it have a symbolic picture the of something that has to deal with that you have to deal with in order to resolve that situation so like a shot it could relate to some not directly but it might have the same um concept as like something that you're dealing with in your shadow a past event some sort of trauma or some other factor that's associated somehow so my example of that would be like if there is like my, one of my friends told me about her dream recently where she was like surrounded by wolves and she was like, no one else, everyone was telling her to chill and the wolves were like circling them and she was like fighting them off, but everyone is like telling her to chill out. Um, and so I said that that could relate to like, maybe you were like the one people are telling you you're crazy, but these things are obviously like have bad intentions and you're trying to tell everyone and they're kind of disregarding you and she had expressed that that's something that she was kind of going through so that could be like how it would relate you know what I mean and then also pay attention to metaphors in the dream story so like phrases wordplay and like action themes in the story that sound like they might describe something going on in your life at the time just like the wolf and look for the initial scene of the dream to metaphorically picture an emotional situation in your life at the time. And then rewrite the dream story to relate it to your life story and place like whatever happened in the dream. And then after that sentence, write how it relates to your waking life. And so you can see like the whole story. And then part three, 
how is the dream attempting at a resolution? So at this point, you likely do have a deeper understanding of how the dream story relates to your life. And you could also be more aware of the emotional state of the situation. And at this point, it, if issues have surfaced that seem highly emotionally charged or some trauma has resurfaced, I recommend not proceeding further if you don't feel comfortable. But if you feel okay with managing the insight so far, then the next step is to understand how the dream is trying to resolve the situation. So first you want to reorient the dream. So re-enter the dream and briefly review the story with the information from the prior steps in mind. Explore the structure of the dream story to understand whether and how the dream might be trying to resolve the problem. Um, did it contain a metaphoric picture of your waking situation, um, an introduction to an alternative what-if solution or viewpoint or guidance that caused your dream self to change its viewpoints or actions? And then action the action that tested the alternative solution or viewpoint and how did the dream end? Like, was there a emotional reinforcement, positive or negative? So first, did the dream introduce an alternative viewpoint or resolution? And so this kind of has a few um, steps to it, which was there some sort of guidance, a guiding figure or event? So like advice, action, discovery, or a written or verbal message and define the new direction or insight provided and how it changed your behavior or thinking in the dream. And did something unexpected surprise you in unexpected twist, action, discovery, insight, or a person or thing um, acting opposite to their nature? Did it differ from expectation or provide a different point of view on the situation? And then did your dream self or something representing you make a new decision or accept the guidance or reverse its prior viewpoint, um, describe the decision or viewpoint? And then sometimes a dream will introduce a person you know as an example to picture a different way of handling the situation. So ask, how would they manage my waking life situation differently than I have? And um, when I say like, a guiding figure or like a surprise or something it's the scenario that happened in your life and it changing like the way things have turned out and then did the dream seem to reinforce its guidance or um, your decisions by ending positively or negatively so what specifically happened to bring it about and how might it relate to your waking life action. And so compare it to your life. Can you see any analogies between the insight gained in the dream and your waking situation and how the implied um, change in viewpoint or direction might be helpful to your waking life situation? And if this was revealing, then you can go not to the next step, but the one after that. And if not, if you have no resolve in the, the um, so if there is not an obvious resolution scenario or a message, then like it didn't end positively, then you would do this next step. And that would be like re review how the dream ends. So re-enter your dream and visualize yourself at the end of the dream and focus your f how you feel at that point in the dream and think back through the dream and how you got to that point, staying in touch with your feelings and what if anything what if 
if anything, are you trying or wanting to do at the end? And then continue to focus on your feelings as you visualize the ending of the dream. Now, without thinking about it, just imagine the images and how they flow and form by themselves and finish the dream with your imagination with a new ending that works out positively for you and perhaps the people in the dream. And then once you have the new ending, it's typically another metaphor as was the rest of the dream but one hopefully related to a resolution. And if there's a lot miss of missing detail as to how you got there, continue to let the imagery like spontaneously form to fill any um, specific actions or events that might have occurred. And whether it actually happened in the dream or not, it's still your unconscious mind forming that. So it's still important. So um, then think in general ways that the new metaphoric ending could have related to something that could be done in your waking life to resolve the situation or conflict that the dream might be dealing with. And then after you have the resolve, you go into the next steps or the action steps. So um, an important step in dream work is to use the insight gained to help you make better decisions in your waking life and how to manage or move forward with this situation. And this is using the the depth and wisdom of your unconscious mind to help you that the um, rational mind really can't sometimes. And this involves creating a real solution statement from the metaphoric guidance or insight from the dream that might be related to um, a actual workable solution in your waking life. And the uh, hard part is setting the ego biases aside that might influence and misinterpret the resolution that the dream was attempting. So keep that in mind. Just as importantly, the dream or dream segment that you're working with may not be focused in resolution, but rather simply revealing and putting the misconceptions of your waking ego into perspective or re- revealing the unconscious aspect of a conscious event. So if this is the final action step appearing to lead nowhere, don't try to force out a solution because it might just be um, like something that's supposed to be revealed to you rather and define your apparent solution. So if obvious resolution metaphors appear in in the dream, then define in specific terms how they might represent a practical solution in your waking life that you can actually act on. And once, then after that, obviously you don't want to jump right into the situation. You want to check it out. So uh, is it a healthy, practical, appropriate resolution that allows you to progress in a positive direction or does it go too far to be achievable or leave you stuck again. If it's not healthy or appropriate, don't do it. The next steps, um, if it does check out positively, then, I'm so sorry, then what specific steps can you take to bring it about? So imagine or picture yourself in that situation again and describe what you would do differently this time. So turn that into specific written next steps that you can actually try out. And then also give yourself, this is the very, very last step. So give yourself a reminder image. It can be helpful to take away some simple visual reminders of the new solution or thought process or whatever needs to be changed. Um, So 
this could be just like an image from the dream that reminds you to like put yourself in check it could it could be the red hat or the orange dress whatever and just giving yourself that reminder image in order to give you something to remind you of the lesson that you learned from the dream and that's all the steps it's really really interesting and i'm going to link all of the resources in the show notes so that way you guys can check out any of the books or resources that i pulled this information from i am not going to do a meditation at the end of this one um I just couldn't find one that related to the topic, but I did want to end with some just positive words of encouragement and affirmations, and I just wanted to tell you that no matter what you have going on in your life and what you're working through, there is resolve, and you are a beautiful manifestation of this physical existence, and I'm so, so blessed to have you listening to my podcast, and I'm so, so blessed to be able to share some energy with you you are important, you are beautiful, and I am so happy that you exist. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode six, and I will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out my other episodes. I release them every Saturday at 7 a.m. Pacific time, and I am open and willing to cover any topics that are requested and feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at modestly.metaphysical. And I am Kara and thank you for tuning in.